Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my God Trump in the 2020 election podcast for Thursday, September 10th, only 54 days before the most important election of our lifetime. And of course, if you watch the news, everyone's talking about the election. It's in all the newscasts, the politicians, the parties, everybody's working. But you know, today we're going to talk about a very important aspect that we as believers can do. It's called prayer. And I'm happy to welcome to my podcast the Reverend Dr. Brad Long, who is launching a global prayer initiative for the healing of the soul of America and the West. And I think that's very important, and I'm just so honored that you would be on my podcast today and to reconnect with you after all these years, because when we were much younger, we worked on the North American Renewal Service Committee. And of course, I am well familiar with your ministry, the Presbyterian Reform Ministry from North Carolina. You're the executive director. And I know by reputation over all these years that you're a great man of prayer. So let me start by asking what the Global Prayer Initiative is and what caused you to launch it. Well, what caused me to launch this was really, a, I think it was a prophetic vision that the Lord gave me, and I think given many other people as well. Uh, and that is that this year, 2020, September, October, November, It's going to be a time of what we call a Kairos moment, which is an opportunity for God to advance his kingdom. At the same time, a tremendous, dangerously dangerous time of what I would call the hour of the power of darkness, where Satan is building strongholds and there is a growing movement to, I think, stop the advance of the kingdom of God. Now, this is corresponding with the election, but in this prophetic vision, there is this absolute urgency that the Lord was calling intercessors worldwide to step into the gap and to prevent the plans of Satan from taking place and to pray in a restoration of the Judeo-Christian foundations of America that right now are under massive assault. Well, I know that your ministry, you know, which came out of the charismatic movement, is in the Presbyterian Church, yeah. and our president yeah. <laughs> was raised a Presbyterian, and I guess he would still call himself a, a Presbyterian. And, you know, I, I've written several books, as you know, about President Trump and examined his Presbyterian background and also his own yeah. faith. Yes. We're not here to talk about my book necessarily, but I know that he considers himself a man of prayer. In fact, recently... I was on with Kenneth Copeland, we were talking about this, and he had a state dinner for Christian leaders, and Kenneth and Gloria Copeland were there, and someone asked him how he wanted to be remembered, and before that group, he said that he wanted to be remembered as the president who prayed more than any other, and we can only speculate on if that's true or not, but I mean, just the fact that he would say it showed something in his heart that is not exactly what you pick up from the secular media, so... I know that he likes to have Christian leaders pray for him. There are a lot of videos on YouTube. People can just Google it and see all yes. kinds of times yes. that people would gather around him and lay hands on him and pray for him. And he seems to appreciate that and, in fact, asked people to pray for him. And I know that Christians are praying everywhere. In fact, I was on a conference call earlier today with some Christian leaders that were praying for America. 
you know, not connected necessarily with what you're doing. And of course, my books, the last chapter of my book is a call for prayer and action. So a lot of people yes, are doing it, yes. but I was so intrigued as I was reading some of the material that you've written and that you'll be putting into an op-ed for charismanews.com on different ways to pray prophetically. So kind of walk us through yes. what is involved with the healing of the soul of America and the West and how prayer enters into it. Well, there, well, there are lots of dimensions of it. We're launching teaching with African-American church leaders calling for prayer for the healing from past wounding, from racial injustices, and, and so forth. And there are lots of dimensions to this. But what is really, really critical right now is the way that there are a number of movements, such as Black Lives Matter, which if you go research it, it is rooted, it's a Marxist movement. It's also based in witchcraft. Uh, you have Antifa. You also have white supremacy. You have all these movements that are at work right now. And tragically, the radical left has in some ways taken over the leadership of the Democratic Party. And all of these movements are intent on dethroning God. They come out of a Marxist ideology, anti-Christian, anti-God ideology, and it's very frightening what's happening. And these movements, and I believe it's they're demonic, that they have taken over our press, they've taken over what I would call the seven mountains of cultural influence, entertainment, trying to take over the government. And who's standing against that? Well, right, it's Donald Trump. <laughs> and so if what we are called to do is to pray that the Lord will intervene and that these demonic movements will be not only exposed, but defeated and overcome by the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I've been struggling with, Lord, Lord, how do you want us to pray? And uh, that's another long story of how the Lord's led us in terms of naming strongholds and so forth. But then all of a sudden, I, I saw this image that came out a while back of Donald Trump, President Trump, and the First Lady standing before a cross. And they were at the shrine of John Paul II in Washington, D.C. And all of a sudden, I see this image of our president in Melania standing before that cross. And I literally heard the Lord say to me, look, here is a picture. It's like a prophetic image, and I'm calling you to pray into it. <laughs> and so how did you do that? How can we pray into it? You know, help me and my listeners sort of understand how we can pray with you. Okay, well, what we have here is actually a symbol it's not about Trump's personal faith so much, okay? Rather, what it is, it's presented a picture of the foundations of our country, that we are grounded in the Bible. We're grounded in Judeo-Christian values. And here is President Trump and his wife, First Lady, standing in front of the cross. And so how do we pray into that? Well, we need to pray that will be, become real. We pray that this will be almost like, see, prophecy, almost like a prophecy to me. And prophecy, in some ways, is the prediction of the future, but oftentimes it's the invitation to join with God in creating the future. And so what I see in that image 
is the invitation to pray that those people who are trying to overturn our Judeo-Christian values, overturn our government, our country, God we trust, that that will be pushed back. And this image will prevail, that we are submitted to, as a nation, we are under God. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And, (laughs) you know, I think that you have some real insight into how to pray. And that's what I want you to articulate. And, of course, as you know, I invited you to write an opinion piece in Charisma. But you had some suggestions for prayer. And uh, maybe we could talk over them. I actually have what you wrote in front of me. But, for example, you said, let the Holy Spirit guide us as we pray to pray that President Trump would be and continue to be willing, consciously and humbly submitted to God and to God's law. Why don't you articulate this and we can just kind of talk through them one by one. And Okay. Then I want you to let my listeners know what each of us can do. And then at the end of the podcast, let's actually pray together and the listeners yes. can join yes. with us as we pray and they can pray at the same time, even though it would be you know, much, much later, whenever they would happen to download and listen to this podcast. Well, one of the things that uh, the very first one really is that you know, we don't know what is going on in our president's heart. But what we do know is what God wants to do through in him and through him. And so I think praying for President Donald Trump to be willing, consciously, humbly submitted to God and to God's law is critical and you know what that is opposed that's opposed to all the ideologies that are trying to overturn this country because they want to dethrone god whereas we enthrone god we submit to him and that picture of trump standing before the cross to me suggests that so we need to pray into it that'll become real in his own life and our lives as well another thing is to pray that the biblical fear of God, the knowledge of the glory of God, will flood into America. What I'm convinced we need is we need to pray for true Holy Spirit revival, that that is the answer to the people riding on the streets. That's the answer to racial injustice. That's the answer to all of this, that we need to pray for a genuine move of God it will change hearts, and as hearts are changed, it will change our society. So that's praying for revival is really a key to see that picture fulfilled <laughs> of the President of the United States standing before the cross. Are you with me on that? Or everybody with me on that? Absolutely. And, you know, just <laughs> to go over some of these points that you made, you said to pray that there be a recognition and a biblical fear of the Lord, the knowledge of the glory of God that was prophesied in Habakkuk, that it would be established as the center of American society. How does that happen when it seems that we are so multicultural now and have just drifted so far from Judeo-Christian ethics and morals? Well, we've been here before, other times in our history, but somehow it seems worse now than before. Maybe it's because we're living through it right now. But I believe it starts with Christians. It starts with us in repentance. It starts with us confessing our sins, our personal sins, our national sins, 
it starts with us on our faces before God. As it says in Second Chronicles, we need to turn and we need to repent. And one of the great things that's happening right now, there's a great move of God taking place all over the world calling us to repent. And that is one of the beginning places of revival and outpouring. Absolutely. And, of course, the return in Washington, D.C. on September 26th is a national call for repentance. There's others going on as well, many prayer initiatives in many places. But you also make the point that we need to pray for a national healing to begin as the United States of America discerns and restores the best principles stated in our founding documents. Can you elaborate on that? Yes, but before I do, let me back up just real quickly and say that it's taking place in the midst of massive opposition from Satan. So there's a praying for, for instance, outpouring the Holy Spirit, praying for us to repent and repenting. But also there's a certain aspect of praying that God will overcome and defeat the demonic strongholds that are being built on the basis of Marxism, that's being reflected in Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and all these other groups that are trying to dethrone God. And they have gained great ground in our country. So our intercession has got to be also cooperating with the Holy Spirit in defeating those strongholds. And then we also need to pray for healing. (laughs) To happen in the United States, you're absolutely right. And you make the point also that God would raise up truth-tellers and truth-lovers among the media and those watching and listening in the United States and throughout the world. And, you know, our media, I was trained as a secular journalist. You know, what I do now is media, you know, Christian media, of course. But it just seems like our media is anything but godly, actually putting forward this other agenda, you know, trying to make the rioting and looting and the anarchy appear to just be normal, peaceful protest, you know, according to our First Amendment rights to address the government for a redress of grievances, as the Constitution right. says. So, yes, I want to pray well. for the, that and, and, and pray <laughs> that even the voices, and there, there are a lot of voices, you know, that, what is it, uh, seven companies dominate 90% of the secular news media, and of course they're big multinational very left-leaning corporations but also with the internet there's a proliferation of alternative media generally they're smaller they're under the radar screen some people would even kind of consider us under the radar screen but you know the lord has given us the opportunity and we can share these things we can do it at a grassroots yes, level we can. rather yes, than we just can. on the big networks So we need to pray for that as well. Absolutely. And we need to break through the, what I would call the demonic cloaking that comes from, there's this narrative out there. For for instance, one of them is that Trump is a racist. Okay. Interesting that he was never accused of that back in the day when he was a New York playboy and a Democrat. Never was there a suggestion. Never Never once. once. Never once. I just talked to a bishop um, African-American bishop who had just come back from the White House, who's met President Trump, actually met with him seven times in the last few months. And I said, is Trump a racist? He said, oh, he's, he's the worst racist. <laughs> it took me back. And, and finally he said, he's not a racist at all. But yet that's the narrative. That's the narrative. And I think part of our prayers is piercing through that 
and then so that the rest of the narrative, the biblical narrative, the true narrative can come through. And by the way, one of the other things that you mentioned also is we really do need to pray for healing. We need to pray for wounding that's taken place. And there are wounds in our country. There are wounds from going back to slavery. There are wounds that are still there from, I'm a Southerner, okay? I'm born and raised a Southerner. I'm the great-grandson of slave owners. We need to do some work there, but Jesus can heal those wounds. And they need to be healed to keep people, uh, maybe I shouldn't name any names, but there are a lot of people out there and, of course, the devil wants to prey on those wounds, stir, use them to stir up hatred and racial division. And I think the devil uses those as the basis then for building demonic strongholds in our country. So this is a call for healing and restoration. It's the call to see the vision of Martin Luther King in his I Have a Dream speech fulfilled, where he, you know, that's a biblical vision of biblical justice. So that's what we need to pray in as well. Well, I appreciate so much and admire you for standing up and speaking out these things and using your own platforms to get out this word. And I want to close the podcast today in prayer. But before that, I'd like to remind my listeners, as I do in every podcast, that these books, God, Trump, and the 2020 Election, which is the same name as this podcast, which came out in January— is about why I believe that Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses, and then the little sequel, God, Trump, and COVID-19, which I wrote in three weeks in the month of April, which is how this pandemic will also affect the election and also what God's plans and purposes are. And there are a number of prophetic voices that I quote in the book that say that they believe that all of these terrible things are going to spark some kind of great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, some great awakening in our country, and we can only pray that that actually happens. So people can go to my own website, stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, and the word books with an S, and they can get the books there. We do that as a service. Of course, the book's available many other places as well. And I also want people to know, Dr. Long, how they can connect with you and your ministry. So is there a a website, an address, some way that they could connect to find out more, and also to partner with you on many of these initiatives, especially this Global Prayer Initiative for the Healing of the Soul of America and the West? Well, before I say anything about me, I just want to confirm that you have written some incredible books that are incredibly well-written, and I believe God is speaking through those books. So please, everybody, get them. I believe God is using them to restore this country. Well, thank you and very I really much. And affirm that. And you can contact me at www.prmi.com. And that stands for Presbyterian Reform Ministries International. International, yeah www.prmi.org. That's the general ministry page, but our dealing in high-level spiritual warfare and intercession is a separate web page, and that's www.discern, D-I-S-C-E-R-N, with dot us, discern 
with dot us. That is great. And the good thing about a podcast is you can stop it and back it up if you didn't get to write that down. Because I hope, I hope that we connect a lot of people uh, with you. And um, yes, so thank you too. for that. So why don't you lead in prayer about some of these things that we've been talking about for our nation? And then I will conclude in prayer. And that will conclude our podcast today. Yes. Well, Lord, I thank you that you love this country. You called this country, the United States, into existence. You gave our founding fathers an extraordinary vision of our nation that is based on the Bible, on biblical values, Judeo-Christian values. And I thank you, Lord, that that foundation is built into our Constitution that has provided 200 years, more than 200 years, of immense freedom, prosperity, and enabling the United States to take part and advance in the kingdom of God. Lord, we come to you, though, right now, and some of us are feeling kind of desperate about this as we look at all the forces aligned against us and these currents of popular opinion, of the, the way that Marxism, of all things, is taking over and people who are trying to undo these very foundations. We pray, Lord, that you will send a great move of the Holy Spirit, that you'll call us to repentance as a nation. We pray for healing of those places where there has been in the past racial injustice, that there'll be healing of that, there'll be reconciliation among the races, and there'll be the, the true fulfillment of our founding vision. But, but Lord, we also pray. We pray right now for President Trump. And we pray, oh Lord, that you will bless him, anoint him, and let him stand against this withering blast uh, that I believe is not just from human beings, but rather is from Satan. Lord, Lord, we pray that you will raise up truth speakers who will tell the truth Tell the truth of what this election is really about. It's not about two personalities or two candidates. It's about two different visions of reality, two different ideologies, one that upholds you, God, enthroned, sovereign over us, the other that would dethrone you, Lord, and replace humanity at the top or the government or someone else. And, Lord, we all know the results of that. It's tyranny. So, Lord, I pray that you'll open the eyes of the nation to see what the real issues are in this election. Let people see beyond personality flaws. Let them see into the ideologies and the it's downright evil of abortion, of all the things, quenching of freedom of speech, all the things, Lord that are riding on this election and are being brought into our country to try to overthrow the very biblical foundations upon which our freedoms as a nation are established. So come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, and use these images, this image of President Trump and the First Lady standing before that cross, where we pray that into reality as a symbol of the future of our nation submitted to you a nation under God, united under God, and that being the only basis for healing and restoration. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, and 
support come and change this country, change our hearts, and bring us to you. And Lord, I pray, come Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. with my brother Brad Long, and we stand in agreement. And Lord, I just pray that even as people are listening to this podcast, that they will join their prayers with ours. And to pray that our president, Donald Trump, would be and continue to be willing and consciously, humbly submitted to yes, you and Lord. your law. Yes, Jesus. Lord, yes, that Lord. there will be a recognition and a biblical fear of the Lord that you talked about in Habakkuk, that it would be established mm-hmm. again in American society. Lord, we yes, just pray Lord. that all the Antichrist ideologies, like Marxism, that are reflected in Antifa and Black Lives Matter, that are seeking to dethrone you in our nation, would be unable to gain any ground in the United States. Lord, we pray for national healing to begin and to happen as the United States of America discerns and restores the best principles stated in our founding documents. And Lord, finally, I would just pray that you would raise up truth-tellers. Lord, may we be truth-tellers so that those who are watching and listening will see your hand at work. Lord, I just pray for the ministry of the Presbyterian Reformed Ministries International and for Dr. Long and everything that he does. Lord, I pray that you'll bless them. I pray that you'll amplify what they're doing far and wide. Lord, I just pray that you will give other ministries and other leaders a heart to pray and to intercede because, Lord, we know that there's power in prayer. We know that there's power through the name of Jesus. And we just say in the name of Jesus, Lord, that these forces of evil are destroyed in our country and that righteousness will prevail. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.